Year after year after year, I hear people tell me that they do not want to pay large subscription fees or for memberships to be able to get access to content related to safety. So me and my friends here at Safety FM have come up with an idea called Safety FM Plus. This is a video streaming service that allows you to have some downloadable document content available readily wherever you are. You can go to the website safetyfmplus.com or go to the Apple Store app and download it for your iPhone, iPad, or even Apple TV. It's also available on Android and Android TV, Roku, and Fire TV. We want to be wherever you are. So to get you started, you can come to the website or download the apps as we just discussed. The other great portion about this is that if you sign up right now at safetyfmplus.com, you will get a downloadable version of Simple Revolutionary Acts, the first book by Dr. Todd Conklin as part of your membership to get into this. So go right now to safetyfmplus.com to find out more information. That is safetyfmplus.com. This, this, this show is brought to you by Safety FM. The following program is rated MALSV. It contains strong language, sexual situations, and violence. It is intended only for mature audiences. Finally, show with the balls to call it like it is. Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. Countdown to audio torture. The Rated R Safety Show starts in three, two, one. Ah, let the eardrum pain begin. Forget the corporate bullshit. This is the Rated R Safety Show with your host, Dr. Uh, it doesn't matter who the host is. Oh, you know it, baby. It truly does not matter who the host is. Today is Wednesday, January the 6th of 2021, day numero seis of the year in only 359 days left before everything is about to begin and all that kind of fun stuff, as you know, that we're normally supposed to say. So anyways, we are broadcasting live from the Safety FM studios in Orlando, Florida. And of course, we are also doing this. You're being infiltrated. Radio Big. We are also broadcasting or simulcasting on Radio Big. Hopefully, you're off to a grand start of your morning. You know, things are being fun on the third day of the return, so that's for sure. A lot of things going on in the overnight if you're kind of hanging out doing the political gig, that's for sure. So anyways, let's start off right away as we do every single day. We talk about the things that are trending across the universe of ours and the multiverse of ours. Anyways, I'd like to say some special hellos to some of the people out there. How are you guys doing this morning? Hi, 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 hi. Hopefully everything is going out there and going fantastic. Anyway, so let's start off with the top of the, of the news stories and start telling you about what is trending in the New York Times bestseller list according to the fiction category. So let's go from number five to number one. The Return, Deadly Cross, Ready Player Two, The Vanishing Half, and A Time for Mercy. 
Okay, in the nonfiction category, well, we got some other stuff going on, that is for sure. And that's going to be cast Isabella Wilkerson, untamed Glenn Doyle, becoming Michelle Obama, greenlights by Matthew McConaughey, and a promised land all by Mr. Barack Obama. So anyways, that's what we have going on. First thing with the actual stuff related to books. So there you go. A little bit of information. Anyways, let's get you to some of the other side of the equation, of course, and get you into our professional broadcasters that are coming to you from Feature Story News. Here is the news on the Royal Bar Safety Show. News in London, I'm Ollie Barrett. Hong Kong police have arrested around 50 democracy activists and former opposition lawmakers for subversion for their roles in holding pre-election primaries last year. It's the largest mass arrest under the national security law since the legislation was introduced in June. Richard Kimber reports from Hong Kong. Hong Kong's opposition parties organised primaries in July to choose candidates ahead of the city's legislative elections. Primaries are not a formal part of Hong Kong's election process, but the parties believed it would maximise their chances of taking control of the legislature. At the time, Beijing declared the primaries illegal. Hong Kong's chief executive also warned any strategy to paralyse the government in the legislature might violate the national security law. On Wednesday morning, dozens of prominent activists and former opposition lawmakers involved in the primaries were arrested on subversion charges. Under the national security law, a conviction of subversion can carry a penalty of up to life in prison. The Hong Kong government eventually postponed its legislative election by a year, citing public health risks due to COVID-19. Opposition parties said it was a political move to prevent them from making significant gains. Richard Kimber in Hong Kong. U.S. TV networks have called one of the two Senate races in Georgia for Democratic candidate Raphael Warnock. Two runoffs were held in the state which will determine control of the Senate in the first two years of the Biden presidency. The UK is promising a major acceleration in its vaccine rollout next week. It's already given COVID-19 jabs to over 1.3 million people, including nearly a quarter of the country's over 80s. But that pace of inoculation will not meet the government's target of vaccinating around 14 million people in its priority groups by the middle of next month. The minister leading the vaccine rollout, Nadim Zahawi, says things are about to speed up. It is a big target, no doubt. But from Monday to Monday, so 4th of January to 11th of January, you're going to see a massive uplift in numbers again. And then the week after that, I'm confident that the NHS has got a really clear plan for that. As we get more volume coming through from the manufacturers, I'm confident that we've got enough visibility to be able to really go after that prime minister's target. The World Bank predicts the Indian economy will contract by more than 9% in the current financial year. But with two vaccines ready to be rolled out, experts are hoping for the forecast to improve. Ishan Gerg reports from New Delhi. The World Bank says India's daily wage earners suffered massive income losses in 2020, which has led to spending falling across the board. The pandemic exacerbated the decline in national income as investments dried up in a number of sectors. Experts say things could change, though, as the vaccine rollout starts. The government is hoping to begin inoculating 30 million essential workers next week in what's being called the world's largest vaccination drive. This could help India's growth bounce back to 5% in the next financial year. From bureaus worldwide, this is FSN. Keyboard Cat, Hamilton the Pug, and Toast Meets World. These are some of the Internet's most beloved pets. And they all have one thing in common. 
Their stories started in a shelter. Start your story. Adopt a dog or cat today. Visit theshelterpetproject.org to find a pet near you. Training that pet to play the keyboard, that's optional. Start a story. Adopt a shelter or rescue pet today. Brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States, and the Ad Council. Okay, what are you wearing right now? Nothing. That's right. So mommy's going to teach you how to dress yourself. Underwear always comes first. Name tag at the back, then pants, then shirt. Get the first button in the right hole or you have to start all over. Socks going first, then shoes right on right, left on left. With shoelaces, just take the ends, cross them over, switch the loops. The rabbit goes down the hole, pull tight, and you're left with bunny ears. Got it? Why are your pants on your head? Most parenting is hard to do in just two minutes. But two minutes twice a day, making sure they brush their teeth is easier, and it could help save them from a lifetime of tooth pain. Visit 2min2x.org to find out more. A message from the Partnership for Healthy Mouths, Healthy Lives, and the Ag Council. How's it going? I'm having a stroke. Are you going to shake my hand? I'm having a stroke. Wow, you're not even moving your arm. I'm having a stroke. When someone is having a stroke, they may not be able to say it with words, but their body language will tell you loud and clear. Look for FAST. F, face drooping. A, arm weakness. S, speech difficulty. T, time to call 911 immediately. Know the sudden signs. Spot a stroke fast. Visit strokeassociation.org. Brought to you by the American Stroke Association and the Ad Council. The storks are bringing me a baby brother. We can do this. Together. All right, let's go. Storks know how to keep kids safe. Do you? What? Oh, my gosh, you don't know. <gasps> I know. You don't. <laughs> oh, man, you laugh when you're uncomfortable. <laughs> no. Making sure your child is in the right car seat is one of the steps to safer travel. I will rock this. You will rock this. To know for sure that your child is in the right car seat for their age and size, visit safercar.gov slash the right seat. Cool, cool, cool. Very cool, very cool. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. This show is almost as enjoyable as hearing the sound of the toilet flush. Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. We at Safety FM are not responsible for what this idiot behind the microphone is saying. He is trying to be entertaining. Rated R Safety Show. Well, as you know, we have to be something around here, and entertaining could be part of it, depending on how you want to take a look at it, or depending on which one of my friends you would like to talk to, that is for sure. Anyway, so let's get you into the move and the groove and the things that are going on across the web. Yeah, the interweb for sure is what is going on right now, so let's talk about it real quick. The owner of the cancer clinic in Arkansas has forgiven nearly $650,000 in unpaid bills from about 200 patients over Christmas, the oncologist Omar Attic told the former patients that he has decided to forego all balance owes to the clinic by his patients adding happy holidays. Attic told Good Morning America that he was torn when he realized how many were genuinely unable to pay their bills. He explained that he hopes that I have made a little bit easier for them, especially during this absolute devastation that has occurred during the pandemic. So good to hear that somebody's putting Christmas cheer out there. Yeah, at least they were during that particular time. The other portion that I would like to reference there, too, it's great to see that. Don't know if you follow Dave Ramsey, um, who is a financial guru. He had purchased about 10 million dollars worth of debt um um, of financial debt covering about eight thousand people letting them know that they were actually being forgiven for their debts as well good to be able to see people going out there and truly 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 going out of their way to be able to help others inside of this very strange time of the world 
as we are having right now. Now, the funny thing is, I will tell you as we talk about it for a brief moment, it doesn't have to be these very large items to be able to pull this off, but it's one of those things that it has to be talked about in regards to even some of the stuff that others do. And it can be small scale, but it can still have a large impact on people. So look at it from that particular fashion when we do have those conversations. Don't just let it be one of these things where it's just like, uh-uh, can't really talk about it. Can't, I mean, and that's the other thing. I guess maybe that's something else that should be mentioned. Not every time you do something should it be mentioned to the world. I mean, think about it. Think about the the oddity that this is for a moment. So let's say, for instance, you decide to go out there and buy a whole bunch of food for the homeless. And all of a sudden, they turn around and they have, you know, you're doing this number. You're doing, hey, let me do the, let me do the recording of what you got going on. Let me do the recording of what you have of what we're doing here. You know how awkward that has to feel? Think about it. For some, it might be a moment of shame of what is going on inside of their life. And all of a sudden, now you're sticking a camera down their throat because you want to show social media on how great that thing was. I, not really the turn I want to go to with the story, but simply something to think about as we do move forward here. A lot of strange things going on inside of the world, that's for sure. Oops, what did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. Okay, two grocery shoppers in Washington, D.C. were surprised with an impulse item while waiting to check out. David McMillan and his friends were at the supermarket on New Year's Day when a pharmacist flagged them down and asked them if they wanted the COVID vaccine. The pharmacist explained that she had two doses left that would be thrown away if she doesn't give them away to someone before the store closed, which was in about 10 minutes. McMillan, who filmed himself getting the shot, said he was super grateful for the opportunity. So think about that. So imagine you're doing your shopping, you're doing your 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 little gimmick, your little gimmick right there, and all of a sudden the vaccine is presented to you. Saying, here you go, run with it. You have the opportunity of taking the vaccine right now on the spot. Do you do it or do you take a pass? Kind of interesting, that's for sure. I mean, you have to look at it and go, how does that world end up working for you? Because it's just one of those very weird things at that particular time. I don't know. It's kind of mixed reviews. That's for sure. I don't know what I would do. I think I would be slightly hesitant. And then knowing you have less than 10 minutes to make the decision for them to go pokey pokey on you. That's something to think about as well. Duh. So a lot of strange stuff going on. I don't know. What What is your consideration as you would think about this and have the convo? A lot of very, 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 very strange stuff. And that's for sure as you think about it. Freeform Radio never sounded this great. Or has it? Radio Big. Yeah, that's what happens when you're simulcasting on two separate channels. You have to run some stuff for both. That's the way that it goes. Anyways, Headlights Drug Invermersin is being explored as a potential treatment for the coronavirus after a new study showed that 80% reduction in hospitalized COVID patients' deaths. The study conducted in April showed that the the anti-parasitic drug removed all the viral RNA within 48 hours in a single dose. The finding based on the data of over 1,400 patients were made public on YouTube. 
Yeah, because that's where you make stuff public, which is YouTube. Uh, the research is currently awaiting peer review before being published. Critics of the stu- critics of the study call the conclusion premature. Oh, I hate premature. Citing that further research needs to be conducted before declaring declaring it an effective treatment. So I have an I, I think I'm starting to think that a lot of these lice drugs will actually be going away. You know that that's going to be the gig. A lot of people are going to be like, hey, I got the va- I got a vaccine version. I got a version that we could actually do this, that we don't have to worry about much of anything because, hey, I have some lice medicine that I know is going to take care of me. More sarcasm than a Mortal Kombat beatdown. Rated R Safety Show. Kyle Rittenhouse formally entered a plea of not guilty on Tuesday, four months after being charged with killing two prostitutes and wounding a third during a civil unrest in Wisconsin during the hearing held via Zoom. Rittenhouse attorney Mark Richards entered the not guilty plea to all counts for his clients, who was also on the call but did not speak. Rittenhouse, who turned 18 on Sunday, is charged with five felonies, first degree intentional homicide and the death of Joseph Rosenbaum, 36 first degree reckless homicide of Anthony Hubbard, 26 attempted first degree intentional homicide of Gage, and I'm going to butcher the last name, Crows Jasakic, 22, and two counts of recklessly endangering the safety for shots fired at others. He was released on bail for $2 million with an M back in November. So what do you think about that as you hear it? Because that's definitely some things to think about. That's for sure. Some very odd times with what's going on. I don't know. And depending on who you speak with, It's kind of strange because some people like this story about what the guy did. Some people hate the story of what the guy did. All I know is that when we turn around and start talking about it, we're talking about, um, we're talking about deaths. Anyways, let's continue talking a little bit. Prosecutors revealed on Tuesday that nine of the Wisconsin officers involved in the 2020 shooting of Jacob Blake will face criminal charges. Can uh, uh, the county district attorney, Michael Graverly, said the decision was based on evidence that was not captured on cell phone footage. And added that Blake was armed with a knife, which was he admitted to at the time of the shooting. Graverly also announced that Blake will not face charges. The shooting left Blake paralyzed and sparked several nights of protest. So there you go. Oh, look at that. We got somebody in the box. Richard, how are you doing this morning? Jumping the gun a little bit, kind of letting people know of what is going on today. We asked, so, I mean, you mentioned it, so I'll talk about it. Happy Mary to Safety Day. Excited to hear the first episode. So let's talk about that briefly. This particular show, if you're watching the video form, this actually got released today. Married to Safety with Josh and Kayla Caldell is now available on safetyfm.com. And I'm going to tell you, we're going to surprise a lot of people because it's not one episode. It's not two episodes. It's actually four episodes dropped today on initial day. We want you to binge listen to what they have going on. I will tell you, I I have fallen in love with Josh and Kayla over the last little bit as I've been able to interact with them and the way that they actually handle 
the life of marriage and how it's being married to safety has tied in to so many different aspects on things that they have seen. I will tell you, I don't want to kind of ruin any portion of the show, but man, this particular show, I've just been very impressed with what they have going on, especially talking about couples and relationships and how safety plays a huge factor. If you're in the profession, of course, if you're in the profession and how it plays a huge factor onto your relationship. So if you do get a chance, don't go right now, of course, because you and I are talking. But take a listen and subscribe to Married to Safety, readily available on safetyfm.com. I'm sure that at some point we'll be putting it on the radio station. But as of right now, it is available via podcast download on your favorite podcast catcher. I'll tell you, if you do the full download right now, there's seven there's seven items, audio content right away, three being trailers and four actually being um, the actual content itself. Don't fall too much in love with Married to Safety because it is definitely a great show. You are listening to something magical. <laughs> You're listening to the Rated R Safety Show. Anyway, so let's continue talking about what is going on inside of the world for today, because that's always going to be some fun stuff as we do it. Because if we don't talk, then what are we going to do to sit here and look at each other? Anyways, prosecutors revealed on Tuesday, I already said that part, a California hospital rushed to distribute the hundreds of COVID vaccine doses after a freezer storing them broke down. According to the Los Angeles Times, Ad- Adventist Health Yucala. Valley Medical Center discovered a power failure in its freezer containing 830 Moderna doses, sending the staff into a mad rush to salvage these vials. The state guidelines were disregarded in the heat of the moment in an attempt to save all doses. Many were sent to the to the county and nearby nursing homes, leaving 600 left to be disturbed. Yeah, I just said disturbed. Just kidding. Disrupted. So employees were all told to, to tell everyone that they knew to come get a shot. Lines quickly formed and the entire freezer full distributed in less than two hours. Hospital spokesperson CeCe Winnegar told the out, told outlets that the silver lining of the chaos is that she should, if they should be needing the massive, they should not have to be needed to be on the massive list of the vaccine for later because they were able to get it right there on the spot. Something to think about for sure as we continue talking right here on the Rated R Safety Show, exclusively on Safety FM and on Radio Big. Anyways, so a lot of stuff, a lot of stuff there. I don't know. So there goes two stories not that far back from each other where you have the opportunity of actually taking the vaccine in very short timeframes, timelines related to, hey, this is what's going on. Do you want to take it? Do you turn around and do it or do you turn around and turn it down? A lot of weird stuff. That's for sure. He's a man. (laughs) It's awesome, funny, random. Doesn't make any sense, but it's good. Jay Allen in the morning on Radio 
Oh, well, so I guess that doesn't make any sense whatsoever. Anyways, let's continue talking a little bit real quick. Uh, Salmonella outbreak has at a Jamaican resort ruined vacations for dozens of travelers. The Post reports that most of the vacationers who fell ill suffered abdominal discomfort, cramps, diarrhea, but were also struck to <laughs> were struck to severely that they, so struck severely that they needed to be hospitalized. Talk about if you were going to hedonism, that would actually change everything up for you. If you ended up getting uh, salmonella, that's for sure. I was poisoned.com, which tracked foodborne illnesses, reports that the number of guests who became ill at, last resor- at the resort last month is close to 100. And I'm telling you, this is a legitimate website. You have to go there. I was poisoned.com. No, you don't get to poison people. This is people reporting that that's what occurred. Let's just make sure we're clear here. You don't send somebody on a list of somebody you wanted to poison. That's a terrible idea. Yeah, it's a terrible idea. The general manager of the resort offered online uh, online apologies and little else to guests who complained about their ordeal and said that the situation was being investigated. Okay, so is that like um, intestinal uh, verification? I mean, what the hell do you do there? A lot of weird things going on, for sure. I mean, you have to take a look at it and go, okay, so this is what happened. So what do I do now? I mean, come on. You're going to investigate it? I mean, I'm already sitting on the pot. Sorry for being so direct there. But come on. You're investigating? Oh, so you have doubts on what I'm telling you. That's good to know. Oops. What did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. This show is almost as enjoyable as hearing the sound of the toilet flush. Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. Especially if you're in Jamaica. Anyway, Sarge is off the market after spending 620 Eight days at the foothills of Animal Rescue in Scottsdale, Arizona, the Shepherd Pitbull mix was finally adopted. The rescue announced the good news on Facebook page writing. That's right. Our boy Sarge is officially getting adopted. The shelter staff threw a big going on going away party, which they streamed live because that's what we do now. We just stream everything live. Yeah, live, live. Live. And then sometimes you get to broadcast stuff. Hi, how are you? Okay, anyway, so let's continue. Fox 10 reported that Sarge had been adopted by the Wright family. Not W-R-I-G-H-T, but by R-I-G-H-T family. Who would meet his needs as he is not a dog park dog. And he's not a great, he's not great with every single dog. Well, that's good to know. Sounds like the dog might be a little bit of an asshole. Yeah, I said that, and I said it out loud. I was probably thinking about it, but probably didn't want to say it, but I did say it. Damn it, man. So anyways, before I forget, oh, yeah, before I forget, because that's going to be interesting. So you know that yesterday, if you were hanging out on the show, we did some stuff about talking about the top five songs inside of the music world. I don't even think we were off the air. Well, yeah, that was, well, let's talk about that off the air thing. I don't even think we were off the air. And we got nailed. And I'm talking about we got nailed, nailed. For copyright infringement for the song Mood. That quick. And I was like, I don't get it. So, 
yesterday's episode, you do not, you will not be able to see it because we've already had to pull it down because of the copyright infringement. Now, I'm talking about on the viewer. If you go to Safety FM Plus, you can actually watch the episode if you want to do that. Like I always tell people, we're a radio station that is a podcast that is also a live stream. But you can actually go out there and hang out and take a view of the thing. But I was amazed on how quick we got pulled for this. And I was like, I don't even think we did anything wrong. But that's how quick that occurred. But that's part of the equation. So that's number one. Then number two, as we transferred over to Radio Big yesterday, we were on the air, blah, blah, blah. We normally drop off about 10 o'clock in the morning. Eastern Standard Time. Anyways, currently it's 26 minutes past the top of the hour. And about six minutes before we're going to pull and get off the show, the way that we're able to get the content out there, our service provider, the whole system went down. And I know, let me let me kind of explain this to you. Most rational people would never say this shit to anyone. But I am not very rational at times. But I like to tell you exactly what's going on. So if you were actually listening to the station yesterday, when this occurred, we were playing a heavy metal song at the time. And it dropped from a heavy metal song to Kesha. So we were playing Device by David Drakeman, lead singer of Disturbed. This is kind of like his secondary band. And it dropped directly into Kesha. So it wasn't like we were trying to pull a fast one on you, but it was exactly what occurred. Was it funny? Eh, probably not the trite choice of words, but damn, I was not happy about it occurring. But also at the same time, too, not much I could do at the time. So I was like, hey, it is what it is. And I have told you from day one that. This is going to always be an open and honest conversation. This is never going to be me trying to pull the wool over your eyes. And I say that because I always want you to know that you and I will have this open and honest conversation. And hey, I think that it's okay for us to talk about failures. And that was a failure. Now, here's the thing. It was also a learning opportunity. Because now I know that there's redundancies while we're doing the live broadcast from the studio that needs to be in place. And I don't think it's any different than the things that you set up inside of your workplace. Just a thought there. Anyways, let's continue. Markets bounce back on Tuesday after a slow start to the week. The Dow added 167 points, while the Nasdaq surged about 120 points, and the S&P 500 climbed about 26. The energy sector had the best day in over a month. This came after Saudi Arabia agreed to the production cuts for February and March. The news sent oil futures above $50 a barrel for the first time in almost a year. Markets have historically performed better when the government is split and all branches are not controlled by the same political party. Many analysts believe that the short-term sell-off will occur if the Democrat Democratic Party wins both Georgia Senate runoff elections on Tuesday. 
So I don't know. Interesting stuff. Do you bet on futures? I I know some people that do. I know of a guy that actually bet on futures during the summer, made over three hundred thousand dollars on futures. I mean, if you understand the game and understand the risk, good for you. If you don't, probably not something I would highly recommend. Just something to think about there. That's for sure. Because I don't know. It's a, it's a gamble regardless. Oops. What did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. Okay, the Wisconsin pharmacist who is, uh, was arrested for destroying more than 500 doses of the COVID vaccine was a conspiracy theorist who believed that the shots would mutate human DNA, according to prosecutors. Stephen Brattenberg, 46, allegedly took the vials out of the refrigeration overnight on Christmas Eve. And then again on Christmas night, he initially said that it was an accident, but then later admitted doing so intentionally spoiled about $11,000 worth of doses. Stephen was arrested last week and held on a $10,000 bond. Hold on, $10,000 bond for $11,000 worth of damage? <laughs> Prosecutors need to determine the extent of the, of the damage fi- before filing criminal charges in the case. So I guess that kind of answered my question all at the same time. So what do you think? Some interesting stuff there. How are you about this vaccine? A lot of weird stuff. I mean, let's just be realistic. Can't lie about what is going on inside of the world here. That's for sure. Anyways, maybe it's time for us to do the gig that we like to call our main story. Maybe that's the time of what we do right now. Maybe I should probably get the right thing going. I don't know. I have to tell you, since the motivation of Radio Big, some things have moved. Here is our main story on the Rated R Safety Show. So there you go. Some main story information. Good morning, Nathan. How are you? So some information going on across the world. This was actually sent in by Jim, who we speak with ever so frequently. I think you're really going to get to know Jim here in the very near future. We can probably talk about that at a later date. But have you have you seen this news story that was making the cycles this morning? Should I say it was this morning? Actually, no. It was yesterday morning. On the Wall Street Journal. From the Wall Street Journal. So let's talk about it. Opioid use hits construction industry as overdoses soar. Physically challenging, work, physically challenging work often leads to laborers to turn to addictive painkillers, and COVID-19 makes the treatment more difficult. So, did you see this news story? It's on the Wall Street Journal website. And the funny thing is that if you hang out at the Wall Street Journal, you have the opportunity as well of listening to what they have. Now, of course, due to copyright infringement, I cannot press play on their website because that will put me in the no-no land. And we kind of learned that yesterday. Anyway, so let's talk a little bit about what it says. Mark Stanked Cryer, a construction superintendent in Pittsburgh area, often sees telltale signs of opioid use among workers on the sites as he works. 
And here's what he had to say. If I'm supervising 10 guys, two or three of them will be using almost every day, said the gentleman who is 57 year old and a recovery of his own opioid addiction. His quick to notice users pinprick eyes and their jounce, you know, their jaundice skin. Now, jaundice is not kind of normally some yellowing of your skin that takes place if you're not familiar with it. So opioid use and the death from overdoses has jumped across North America during the COVID-19 pandemic. The Centers for Disease Control and the Prevention in December said that the U.S. will, ha- will record 81,233 drug deaths in 12 months through May, a record up from 68,829 during the same period ending in May of 2019. In Canada, opioid overdoses deaths hit 1,000. Are you ready for this? One 1,628 in the second quarter from 1,029 in the first as the pandemic took hold. So automatically you see the differential in numbers. Now it goes a little bit further here. The construction industry already facing a shortage of manual labor has been hit particularly hard. Bricklayers, carpenters, laborers carry heavy loads and perform the same tasks day in and day out, leading to injuries like carpal tunnel syndrome, strained shoulders, and back pain. Seeking relief, workers can get hooked on strong prescription drugs such as fentanyl, oxycodone, morphine, and street drugs like heroin, which I will tell you, not that I'm into the drug game, but based on some of the things that have been happening because of the opioid crisis, something like heroin is significantly cheap to obtain. And I'm talking like less than 10 bucks to obtain. So I want you to think about this. And this is something that we're that they're talking about in this article that's mostly happening inside the construction area. Now, let's talk about this. Not that I'm trying to get you to become a drug crisis management person, but think about this for a moment. Think about how this impacts what you do as a safety professional. And hey, I'm not asking you to go around and pass out pee cups, and I'm not trying to get you to go out there and be like, hey, I need everybody to tell me who they know that what is going on. But this is something that we have to start acknowledging that is actually going on. And now there's a whole weird world that we can talk about here because some people go, well, when we do our third-party construction stuff, we outsource everything. But what is the guidelines that you have in place? And I'm not saying this applies to all. I'm just saying that this is something that starts occurring. And I'm not saying, hey, go out there and do the finger check and the toe check and all that stuff. Because if they're on prescription drugs, you're not going to realize that. But think about this. This is a problem. It's an ongoing problem. And let's not throw shade all over the industry. But there's the issue with the opioids. There's issues where people either go to opioids, especially sometimes if they're recovering alcoholics. But I just want you to kind of brighten your horizon as we talk about this for a moment. Because look at the aspects of what's going on. 
There's a pandemic going on. There's an increase in opioids, deaths that is going on, the use of. People out there are struggling. People in here are struggling. Some people struggle differently than others. Let's just be realistic. This is kind of the, the, the case in point. Let's not lie here. Some people do self-harm. Some people turn to drugs, which is also could be a form of self-harm. Some people turn to alcohol. Some people turn to sex. Yeah, I did say that out loud. What can you do? And this is not some big swerve to turn it into something else. But the conversation of psychological safety keeps on coming up. And there's a reason for that. We've been going through some things during this time that we've never been through before. Not doing any justification for what people are doing. Let's kind of be realistic here. But we also have to understand the needs of other people of what is going on inside of the world. Think about that for a moment. Yesterday, we spoke briefly about Afterglow, being sarcastic, doing some shit to get your bippies up. But what happens now if you find out that you did something, you said something? And that person turned to drugs. That person turned to alcohol because of the impact. You know, I'm not a saint. I have never claimed to be one. I can be mean. I can be crude. I can say mean things to people. I can say mean things about people, mostly to their face or behind this glorious little thing that sits in front of me. But here's the gig. I do it. For poking at people. I do it because I want there to be attention to X. Maybe I have not been right for doing that. And sometimes I look at it and go, as a psychologist, I know better. And I also look at it and go, well, it's just everybody knows that we're doing this for fun. You know that we're doing this for fun. But maybe sometimes it's not fun for the other person. And maybe that's some of the aspects that we need to look at. You know, we say, hey, it was just ribbing. Was it? Like, was it really? Hey, I'm not preaching to the choir here. I'm not trying to say, hey, we are glo- we are above blah, blah, blah. No, I'm saying this is the reality of the situation. There's We don't know what is impacting people's lives with everything that's going on. So before I move on to the next thing, I want you to think about this. Make sure that your words are sweet and pure because tomorrow you may have to eat them. The other portion that I want to reference is this. If you're struggling right now with thoughts of suicide or depression or turning to anything, you can call my friends at the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. They're available 24 hours a day, seven days a week at one 800 273 talk that is 1-800-273-TALK or 1-800-273-8255.
If you don't feel comfortable making the phone call, you can go to the website, and that is suicidepreventionlifeline.org. Suicidepreventionlifeline.org. Go right in there inside of the chat box, chat away on exactly what is going on inside of the world there, because I think it's going to be very crucial and very important. Oops. What did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to the home of real safety talk. You are listening to Safety FM. We'll be right back. I'm not part of your family, and I don't do skits with my mom. I'm a real lawyer, a damn good lawyer, the best lawyer this state has to offer. And I've built a reputation for standing up for the people of this country, righting the wrongs. You may not agree with all of my views, but when it comes to trying cases, there's only one view, justice. And justice is what I get. Figer Law. That's why we're unstoppable. Backyard. And I'm the center of attention at summer barbecues. In 96, I made some of the tastiest s'mores. And in 09, it was me, your backyard fire pit, that accidentally started a wildfire when a summer breeze carried one of my embers into some dry brush. Spark a change, not a wildfire. Visit SmokeyBear.com, brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council. Only you can prevent wildfires. Hope you enjoyed your meal. And I just want to say, he's lucky to have a brother like you. Lucky? Caring for my brother is far from easy. But he's a part of me, like my arms and legs, so I'll be his. No time for tired. Nothing can disable this love. He needs me. But I'm the lucky one, even though I need help now and then. If you're caring for a loved one, visit aarp.org caregiving for care guides and community. Support for your strength. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. What if I told you that a tornado was going to happen tomorrow, right where you live? That it would touch down at exactly 3.17 p.m. and I told you the exact path it would take. You would, of course, prepare. You would talk with your loved ones and you'd make a plan today. It's true, I can't tell you a tornado will strike tomorrow, but shouldn't you have a plan anyway? Go to ready.gov communicate and make your emergency plan today. Don't wait. Communicate. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. This is Mario Andretti. You know me as a race car driver, but I'm also a Meals on Wheels volunteer. I've raced against the sport's biggest personalities, but I've never met more vibrant, amazing people than the seniors served by Meals on Wheels. You can make a difference by dropping off a hot meal and saying a quick hello. So, America, let's do lunch. Volunteer your lunch break at americaletsdolunch.org. This message brought to you by Meals on Wheels America and the Ad Council. I went by your house, what a big mistake For a while I thought that I wouldn't break I need something else to clear my head Someone to tell me how to live instead Just open your eyes and take my advice Stop rolling the dice and just compromise It's the chance of your life Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Take control of your own life. There you go. Rated R Safety Show. 
Anyway, so let's get back into some sequences of events. The show took a turn. Took a turn serious there. Sorry about that. Anyway, so let me tell you about some of my favorite, 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 favorite shows. So here you go. I have to tell you this news story. Jumping into the world of celebrity real quick. You don't find many people who love the 2013 series finale of Dexter, which left everybody's favorite serial killer and self-imposed isolation as a lumberjack. But Michael C. Hall, who played Dexter Morgan over eight seasons of the Showtime series, says that he hopes that the upcoming revival can make up at least the 10-episode limited run is tentatively scheduled to premiere this fall, which I'm dying to see. Yeah, you got it, dying to see. Um, as as Hall put it, I included myself in the group of people who <laughs> people that wondered what the heck happened to that guy. I'm so excited to step back into the role. So if everything goes is fine, hopefully this will be the gig. And what I'm hoping for, and I'm going to tell you straight, I hope Hannah McKay makes a re a reappearance there. I don't know why, but really love that character. I just really do. Anyways, let's continue talking a little bit about what is going on inside of the world of the news and the world, the news of the world and all that kind of fun spot. So let's talk about Splish Splash. Yeah, you heard me. Splish Splash, Splish Splash. So you're working from home these days. Do you really need a shower every day? Short answer is no. For most adults, the biggest reason for showering is to reduce body odor, according to Elaine Larson, professor of Emerita at Columbia University School of Nursing in New York. She says that showering less can be a good idea because it helps keep beneficial microbes on your skin. She recommended that adults shower every three to seven days. This is not a joke. Unless they are very active or prone to infections, and older people with drier skin may benefit from showering less frequently too. This is not a joke. I know a, I have quite a few international friends that they don't shower besides probably once or twice a week. And I'm not picking here. I'm just saying. Interesting stuff. What do you think about the showering aspect? You know, every three to seven days, who knew that the 11-year-old me was way ahead of my time? I, I guess that's one way to look at it. But I can't go three days without singing. That's the, that's the biggest issue that I have. You know, I listen to music in the shower. Probably, I don't know if you want to know that. I actually have, and this is no joke. This is not anything weird. I have a whole speaker set up <laughs> inside of the shower. And over the Christmas holiday, my mother-in-law got me a speaker system or a speaker setup that even has like a neon and it kind of, you know, it does this weird thing. It's, it's kind of cool. I don't know. Anyways, I'm stuck at home with steer crazy spouse, three teenagers and four pets. I need to take a shower every day. You know what I'm saying? I can understand, you know, the price of admission there. Rated R Safety Show. Sarcastic. Never. Okay, so let's talk about it. New Year's, New Year's resolutions. You've got, you've had enough of that New Year's resolutions to avoid the sweets or exercise more or even spend less. This might be about to be putting you right over the edge. A motivational expert says that you're better off throwing your 2021 goals out now because few ever get accomplished. Richard Ryan, who is a professor of Emirates of Psychology at the University of Rochester, says that the change things up that make yourself happier, the best thing that you could do is resolve is resolve to help others. 
according to him, most of the most of the time, people aren't successful in keeping their own New Year's resolution because they are coming from the pressure or pressure to look good or to seem successful rather than the goal that you really value as much as your health and vitality. He contends that we'd, we'd probably be so much more successful with goals that include giving back to others. He has he and his colleagues have found that when people are focused on giving to others, they experience deeper satisfaction than their goals, than being more self-oriented. Quote, experiments show that doing something beneficial for others, even when you never meet the beneficiary, increases your positive mood and energy. Plus, I give away my stockpile of Christmas treats. I might lose weight. That is why I decided to give back to the community. Starting next week, I'm volunteering as a crossing guard for the online school. Sounds possible, but I'm willing to, um, you know, to risk it. I have to tell you, I try to give to people and make them happy from time to time. That is for sure. That is no way to, um, to, to, to live life. Hold on. No pressure, bro. We love to give back. We do this often. I like that, Nathan. I'm telling you, you need to tell me how we're going to set up this video thing. We just really need to do it. Anyways, let's talk about burning fat in the cold. New research shows that exercising in the cold burns off more fat than normal, at least when it comes to short bursts of high-intensity exercise. In a study by 11 moderately fit overweight volunteers, moderately fit overweight volunteers, were put through a set standards involving high-intensity interval training. It was found that the lipid oxioids, which is the technical term for burning fat, increased by more than three times during exercise of zero Celsius or 32 degrees Fahrenheit. And scientific first researchers also checked the effect of the cold weather exercising on the test subjects They the next day. The news wasn't quite as good. They found that after after high-fat breakfast, there was no substantial difference in the rate of fat burn the next day. The scientists say that their results still show the benefits of staying active throughout the winter months. But the cold is the best excuse not to exercise. If you ever look into Wim Hof, and this is not a joke, this is not a Star Wars name either. That particular dude actually works out outside in the freezing cold, and he's fit as a fiddle. So take a look at that short burst of high intensity exercise. Oh, like when you slip on ice, I guess is one way to look at it. And if that were true with the amount of shoveling I've done over the past two weeks, I'd had disappeared by now. I would imagine somebody in the winter areas would say that here in Florida, we really don't shovel anything besides dog shit. That's one way to look at it. We are now video streaming the Rated R Safety Show. I don't know why our host has a face for radio. Rated R Safety Show. Okay, so let's jump around real quick and talk about some other things going on inside of the world. Some baby news real quick. I like her. I like that movie La La Land. A lot of people, there were some people that liked it and some people that loved it. Whatever. It is what it is. But some baby news real quick. Emma Stone is reportedly expecting her first child with di- with her husband, the couple who quietly married earlier this earlier this year. Well, it wasn't this year. It was last year. It was last year. Um, um, have not confirmed the news. So there you go. Congratulations to her and her hubby. Hubby, hubby, hubby. Anyways, anyways, so let's talk a little bit about the swamp. Today's Congress makes Joe Biden's win official as it tallies the electoral college vote. While the handful of GOP senators are expected to raise questions of the vote against the certification, it is expected to go cleanly for Biden and Kamala Harris. So there you go. 
There are no crystal clear winners of the Georgia Senate runoff, and things are close. I don't know how true this is. I think this might actually change since it actually has been reported. Let me double check this. Heading into the evening, several key Georgia counties said that they would not stop the counting and would re- would stop the counting and resume at 8 a.m. this morning. Um, so those numbers will have to be finalized until the winner can be named. But as it stands, there were mere hundreds of votes separating Purdue and Ossoff. Anyways, Raphael Warnock. Warnock had had the lead and essentially won by what is being said. <coughs> oh, my God. Why do I keep on coughing into the microphone? Here we go. Vice President Mike Pence had, launched, had lunch with President Trump on Tuesday and told him that he just doesn't have the authority to un- reject the votes submitted by the Electoral College. The New York Times reports the vice president has the power to reject fraudulent chosen electors trump tweeted earlier on tuesday expect a long day and plenty of political turmoil today in order to disrupt the orders of business at least one senator and one house member can object to the state results and enforce a two-hour debate over whether they should be allowed and then each will have each house will have to vote separately regarding those results oh my god it's never going to end Let's continue talking. Lottery, no winner for Saturday night's Powerball drawing. Tonight's drawing will be for $410 million jackpot. Just in case if you're interested in actually looking at that information, because I think that that's going to be important. So anyways, let's continue talking, 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 talking. And let me tell you about what occurred on this day back in 1994. 1994, this day, the 6th of January, Nancy Kerrigan is attacked while practicing for the Olympic tryouts near Detroit ice rink. A man clubbed Kerrigan in the back of the knee and later turned out to an attack was coordinated by Tanya Harding, whose ex-husband ordered the attack to help bump Kerrigan off the team and have Harding take her place. At first, Harding denied her involvement in the attack, but later it was revealed that she knew that her, her ex did have a role. Both women eventually landed spots on the team. Harding took eighth place, and Kerrigan took home the silver. So there you go. A lot of interesting stuff going on right there. Anyways, let's continue going on real quick in the world of birthdays. Just in case, Nikki Romeo turns 32 today. Eddie Redemir turns 39. Reed Drummond turns 52. And Darlene Hart, former tennis player, turns 85 today. Days of the year that you can celebrate today if you're so inclined to do so. Today is National Bean Day, National Cuddle Up Day, National Shortbread Day, National Technology Day, and National, let's see, National Memento Mori Day. And then, of course, if you're from the Hispanic culture, also today is known as El Dia de los Reyes, or the Three Wisemen Day, depending on how you want to take a look at it. So a lot of interesting stuff going on inside of the box. Anyways, remember, as we get to the top of the hour, we transition off of this show and go directly to RadioBig.fm. This will actually be kind of our open format show. We do some music. We do some different things. It's not all about safety on that one. Just so you know, if you want to kind of hang out and do the safety stuff, you can hang out still on safetyfm.com, which is our radio streaming service, also available via the Safety FM app if you're so inclined to do so. Also, as we stated earlier, uh, Married with Safety is actually coming out today. If you're inclined to hang out and take a listen to that, you can go to safetyfm.com and actually click on Married to Safety, and it is ready and available for download 
right there. Also, real quick, before I forget, that was definitely the wrong thing. I didn't mean to actually flash that on the screen and wanted to tell you married with safety. And then just before we forget, right here, January the 20th of 2021 at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. So technically two weeks from today, we will be doing our Hop 101 class for beginners, which will be readily available at safetyfm.io. We're doing both versions of it right there. So we are doing the standardized version if you want to do it. And we're also incorporating our Pay It Forward program. So if you want to come and hang out and do the Hop for beginners, more than welcome to come out and hang out with us. And that can be found at safetyfm.io. Anyway, so that's what's exactly going on inside of that side of the world let me kind of get you through this other portion real quick before we get you out of here here's the thing if you need a random joke for the day there's no i in denial get it okay if you need a phone starter for today try this what little thing causes you immediate loss of your temper if you need something for the water cooler you can attempt this one for today it is estimated that 22% of your coworkers would could say this about their spouse. What is it? They met at work. Anyways, a lot of things going on inside of the world of safety. I appreciate you kind of, kind of coming out here today, hanging out with what we have going on here at Safety FM. Remember, Safety FM is home of real safety talk. We couldn't do what we do here at Safety FM without you, the most important part of the equation, the listener. I appreciate you giving me the time that you give me on a day in and day out basis and even on a weekly basis. You can't imagine what you mean to us here at the station. Anyways, thank you for listening to the Rated R Safety Show. But before I leave you today, I would like to leave you with this thought. The desire of knowledge, like the thirst of riches, increases with the acquisition of it. Think about there. Look for knowledge. It's everywhere. All you have to do is look. Anyways, I know who you are. You know who I am. I'll see you at radiobig.fm to continue down this path. Love you. Mean it. Bye. Duh. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the host and its guest and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of the company. Examples of analysis discussed within this podcast are only examples. They should not be utilized in the real world as the only solution available as they are based only on very limited and dated open source information. Assumptions made within this analysis are not reflective of the position of the company. No part of this podcast may be reproduced, stored in a retrieval system, or transmitted in any any form or by any means, mechanical, electronic, recording, or otherwise without prior written permission of the creator of the podcast, Jay Allen.